Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. Now, despite all of those sensational headlines leading into the match against Getafe yesterday, Zidane is highly satisfied this morning with the way which his makeshift team dealt with very awkward opposition on a rain-soaked night in Madrid as they beat local rivals Getafe by two goals to nil. Now, the media comment today is centred around a few different topics. Firstly, on Isco. Secondly, this new system of play, which was rather foisted on Zidane last night. And thirdly, has everybody been just a bit too quick to write off the future of Marcelo? Firstly, then, on Isco, Zidane's response as to why he didn't start last night. He said he only had one training session, so basically he wasn't fit enough to play 90 minutes there tonight. They're taking it one step at a time. In other words, very slowly. Now, on Marcelo, who played a game reminiscent of his best years, Zidane said he did indeed play very well. He has, though, picked up an injury. We aren't sure yet if it's an ankle injury or indeed if it is just a muscle strain. Now, asked about the system that he plays and will it be repeated? He said, we had to adapt to a situation here tonight. That is all, but we did exceedingly well. And I'm very happy for the players because it is not easy. Well, there's plenty of comment today in the media's around Spain talking about whether or not Zidane should be thinking of being less conservative in his approach and more adventurous with his formation. And there are plenty that think he should be doing just that. The obligatory poll in the Spanish media today found 71% of those questions thinking that, yes, this is the way forward for the remainder of the season. What about the players' reaction to the win last night? Can Benzema offered praise to Vinicius? That's been in pretty short supply of late. It was a great cross from Vinny. It is always difficult against this team, Getafe, but I think we played a great game here tonight. There is still a lot left to play for. Every game from now on is a final, and we still believe that anything is possible. Zidane added there are 51 points to play for. We will continue to fight until the end. It is our duty to fight. Tonight was a good win and we needed this. So then Madrid back to a second place in La Liga. They're five points behind Atletico, who have two games in hand. The Madrid derby is upcoming on March the 7th. In between, though, there's some tough games beginning this weekend against Valencia and then Valladolid and Real Sociedad, along with, remember, the first leg of the Champions League knockout stages against Atalanta on the 24th of February. Now, moving on, depending on who you read and what you read, plenty of contrasting views on what is coming next for Sergio Ramos. President Perez has been in touch with the player after his operation and the two engaged in friendly dialogue, it said. Look elsewhere, and you'll find reports that Ramos has spoken to the president to tell him that he will not be at Real Madrid next season, but he will be remaining in Europe at another club, and that has got the media in a bit of a frenzy, guess whether or not he is going to be linking up with Pochettino at Paris Saint-Germain. Little let up, of course, in the injury crisis, which is gripping the club. Eden Hazard has been talking about his continual bad run. He said, I'm lucky that when I'm injured, at least that I have my family here to help me recover. When you're alone, it's very difficult, but I do get good support. The injuries that I have are going to take time to heal, so I just have to be patient and wait. Frustrating in the extreme, isn't it, per Hazard, who, remember, made 245 appearances for Chelsea between 2012 and 2019. He never played 
under 30 games a season so far. It's just 24 appearances in Madrid since he signed in 2019. Better must surely be to come. Remember, he's under contract until 2024, so he does at least have some time on his side. Lots of coverage on Rafa Varane, who it is rumoured is considering not signing an extension to his current contract, which, remember, ends in 2022. Now, Madrid's view is said to be that if he isn't going to sign, then they will attempt to sell him this summer to ensure that they do at least collect some money for him. Pau Torres, Diego Carlos, two of the players that they are keeping tabs on. David Alaba, of course, is on the list. But it does go without saying, if they do lose Varane and Sergio Ramos this summer, it is going to be uh, some period of transition. As for who and where Varane may go, well, PSG are a very big draw for the player. There is, of course, also interest in the Premier League and Manchester United. Coach Zidane's future is still very much in the media spotlight, perhaps even more so after his responses to the questions in the build-up to yesterday's game. Would he see out his contract? Remember, his reply was, we'll see. And could he see himself at Madrid next season? I don't know. Well, all that appears to have done really is to give further fuel to a growing belief that he is at least contemplating a move elsewhere this summer. Now, it is no secret at all that Madrid's entire transfer policy for next season is built around the acquisition of Kylian Mbappe this summer. But what would happen if Mbappe didn't sign or he signed a contract extension at PSG? Well, any comment that he makes that is revealing any thoughts that he is having is seized upon by both the Paris and Madrid media. So no surprise to see his comments after the meeting with Marseille this weekend gathering so much attention. He said, I've played 150 games with PSG, which is an honour. I hope to play many more. Very interesting situation, this. Could it be a sign that Leonardo and Pochettino are just edging ahead in the battle to get him to sign on again with PSG? Certainly looks that way at the moment. And don't forget, of course, Neymar's influence here as well. And you might also have seen the picture that PSG put up on their Instagram page showing Pochettino hugging Mbappe in the aftermath of their latest victory. Now, if Lucas Vasquez doesn't get what he wants contractually, then another replacement will be needed as well this summer. Danny Olmo's name is back in the news. The Spanish international who continues to impress at RB Leipzig is considered the perfect replacement. Remember, he's still just 22 years of age. He would relish the opportunity it's set to play in Spain for the very first time, remember, in his career prior to RB Leipzig. He spent five seasons with Dynamo Zagreb. He is, though, under contract until 2024, so any deal would involve a transfer fee, and this would be in the region of €30 million. Euro. A continuing band of stories continue to circulate that suggest that Madrid's view on Vinicius' long-term future might be wavering. Previously, they've remained steadfast in the view that he was not for sale to anybody at any price. Now, though, in his third season and 65 games into his Madrid career, he scored seven goals and 
uh, made four assists in this time. The opinion is gathering momentum that maybe if they could recoup the outlay, it would be good business. As for where he would go, well, again, PSG remain ardent admirers. Liverpool also have shown considerable interest. As for the player, though, he continues to refute any suggestions that his future lies away from Madrid. Now, one who won't be going anywhere next season is Raheem Diaz. Milan have been advised that when his loan ends, he will be returning to Madrid. He's impressed everybody this season at Milan, scored four goals, three in Europa League, one in Serie A, and provided three assists as well. And the Italian club, who currently sit, remember, top of Serie A, had been wanting to negotiate a permanent deal. That, though, will now not be happening. Diaz then coming back because he is wanted, one who is on his way back because he isn't, is Gareth Bale. And work is said to be beginning behind the scenes to see if a move can be brokered to take him to MLS, as few believe after his showing at Spurs that anybody else in Europe would be tempted, especially considering his 30 million gross salary. But there is still some time at Spurs. Remember, there is one cup final, at least for Tottenham this season, the League Cup final against Manchester City. There is the potential for another two, as they are still in Europa League and FA Cup. So who knows if he came off the bench and produced one of those show-stopping moments to help Spurs win a trophy. The views may change. On the face of it, though, it does look highly unlikely. And that just about wraps it up then for today. Thanks very much for joining me. I will be back on Friday as we look ahead to Valencia. In the meantime, don't forget, you can catch up with all of the previous editions of the podcast at either iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, Audible as well. Till Friday then, from me, Tim Cable. Bye-bye for now.